We're learning the Sikha and Parshas Bamidbar, the second Sikha, Chelik Yudches, on page six. In Posik, Pekoid as B'nai Levi Goimer, Posik says to count the Levim, every male from the age of a month old should be counted. So Rashi stops on these words that are counted from a month and up on his Mefarish and explains as follows. They're counted from this age because that's when they leave the category of Nefalim, which means a baby that will not survive. And from then, Hunimne is counted to be called one who safeguards the charge of that which is holy. So Rashi is explaining here what this means, why are they counted from this time. So the simple meaning of this Rashi, Rashi is coming to clarify as follows. As das was ben the fact that they're counted from a month old, is this nitva ben hatten sich shivas. It's not because that age has some kind of significance. Like we find by Yidin that are counted from 20 years old, because that's the age when the Yidin could enter and join the army. So there's a certain significance and importance to that age. But that's not the case over here with Mi Ben Chaydish. Up until that point, we're not sure that the child will survive, that he's a healthy living baby. So therefore we wait to be sure after a month that the child is healthy. But really what this means is, the right time to count the Levim is immediately after birth. As Rashi says later, and the Rebbe will quote it and speak about it, that this Shevet of the Levim have a history of being counted as soon as they come out of the womb, immediately when they're born. So this is the simple pshat of Rashi. However, the question over here is, Generally speaking, we don't find Rashi that he makes it a point to give reasons for mitzvahs, and for sure not for reasons for specific details of mitzvahs. Is the full clot? If so, over here it's clear. As Dodva brengt Yatam, if it's a case where Rashi gives a reason for a mitzvah or a detail of a mitzvah, is thus the far was dem tam vert verenfet akashim pashtusaksuvim. He's not coming to give reasons, but he's coming to answer a question that comes up in the pshat of the pasuk. So the question here is, was the kashe do was the far brengt Rashi time the kra? What question is Rashi addressing in the pasuk here that Rashi brings the reason for why the Leviim accounted from the age of ben mibenchaydish from Maila? Now, the question here is even stronger, because on the other hand, we find in other places where it says similar as here, and there Rashi doesn't comment and doesn't give any reason for this. So we find even before our Sedra, in Parshas Erechin, in Parshas Bechokaisai, where it speaks about the Halacha of Erechin, when a person could donate a certain value of different ages to the base of Mikdash, so state here it says that if you donate the value of someone that's the age of a chaydish old, so then the value is so and so. Rashi is dort nit the time for was a pachas mi ben chaydish hot nit ken erech. 
And Rashi there does not say why the youngest age of value that you donate is only from a month and higher and not before. Al-Derech Zebayim Tzivui, similar later, there's the mitzvah of Shoir, or actually it's before, in Parashas Emoi. The mitzvah of Shoir, Oikesav Geimei Omiyem Hashmini Vaholei Yerotzele Karben, that only after the behemoth is eight days old could it be brought as a carbon. Why do you have to wait until eight days? Is Rashi nit mevayef avasmud avartin b'zyeim ashmini? He doesn't explain the reason of the waiting until eight days. Chach in targum yenis and shteitetam the yishmaid the delay nafel in targum yenis and it says that the reason is similar to what Rashi says here that it should be known that this behemoth is not going to die. That it's a healthy animal, but nevertheless Rashi doesn't quote it over there. Hind, if so, the question here is, Why here is Rashi giving the reason for this age that the Elvim accounted only from a month and higher? The question on Rashi here is even stronger. After Rashi explains that this is the age when the child is healthy, He's now counted to be included in being a Shemer Mishmeres HaKadosh. Why is Rashi adding this? Aleph, so there's a few questions on this. Seemingly the only focus of Rashi is to explain this age, why from a month and higher. Is Vasadon Egeya, as their minion is, What is the point of telling us what the job of the Levian will later be, that he's included in being the ones that are going to guard, safeguard the base of Mikdash? Why is that relevant? The question is even stronger. Später in Parsha, by Minyan Abachiris, Shteitach, later, when it speaks about counting the Bachiris, so it says, They're also counted from the same age, from a month and higher. But das is doch nicht, and that definitely by the Bechayris, the reason is not because of their job to safeguard the Beis HaMikdosh. It's Bechayris, that's not their job at all. Um klolos atam is the Zelbe. And generally speaking, the reason why the Bechayris are counted, and they're counted from this age of a month and higher, is the same like it says there by the Levim, Virashi Taich, as Rashi there clearly says, Mishiyotza Meklal, Sofik Nefolim. That's the age when you're out of the doubt of being a Nefel. So why does Rashi have to add over here this detail of Shaymi Mishmeres Sakaidish regarding the Levim if it's irrelevant? So Rashi there says the same as here in the beginning, that it's about the making sure that the child is not a naifal, and Rashi doesn't add any other reason in addition like he does here. Bez, another question here is Vas is da Rashi Mechadish. What is Rashi here letting us know that we wouldn't know otherwise? As shteitach shem b'feirish in the friyedig psukim, as in Yonif and Shevet Levi is v'shomres mishmarte gaim elavdes avedes amishkan. It's clear in the pasuk what the job of the levim is to safeguard the mishkan and so on. Gimel, another question is oib mishumezitam daf Rashi zogendo in vas pashteiti avedet mishevet Levi. For whatever reason, Rashi finds it necessary to tell us what the aveda of the levim is. Why is Rashi changing the Lashen that it says in the previous Pasuk where it says Vishamras Mishmartai, Lavaid, and they serve in the Mishkan? And instead, Rashi brings the expression of Shemir Mishmeres Akaidish, they safeguard the, the charge of holiness. Rashi is quoting here from a later Pasuk which we didn't even learn yet. 
the to me is nachgrasse. The question is even stronger. Der letzte pasuk states nor by the bnei kohas or not by klolas alavim. The expression that Rashi chooses is not even written regarding the entire levim, all of the shevet levi. It's written specifically regarding bnei kohas, and for some reason that's the expression that it says by kohas that Rashi chooses to quote here to describe what the levim do. Now, now, even though as in Pasig, when it talks about the leader of the Levim, the leader that's uh, above everyone, and over there it uses the term similar to what Rashi says here, and who's that talking about? So, Rashi Rashi says, regarding what is this leadership? That he took charge of everybody. So this is the pasuk that's speaking about all the levim at the gate of all the levim. Is our alternate move on? However, the question still remains. Favos schreibt Rashi da loshen von our pasuk was steht beiker by bnei kohas. Rashi quotes specifically this loshen of shemre mishmeres akedesh that the Torah singles out bnei kohas with this expression. The Torah repeats this expression of the Shemrim, of the, the, the Aveda, of the Levim, more than once regarding all the Levim. So why wouldn't Rashi bring the more general Lashon that it usually uses regarding the Levim, and not this specific Lashon of Shemrim, Ishmeres, HaKadosh? Daled, the final question on this Pshat of Rashi here of it is, in Friedigim Pasik, in the Pasuk right before the one we're discussing, where it speaks about what was unique about the Levim. So it says, The Levim are not to be counted together with the rest of Klal Yisrael. Rashi. Rashi himself over there says the reason. The Tam, and the reason here is, It's befitting for the legion of the king to be counted separately. Now, this is actually earlier in the end of Kapitel Aleph in, in this week's parasha. So that Rashi brings the reason why the Levim stand out. They are Ligyon Shemelech. And is Rashi Mishana. And Rashi here brings a different point. That they're counted from a younger age, separate from the rest of Klal Yisrael, which is only counted from the age of 20 and above. And here it's a new point. What's special about the Levim is that they're Shemre Mishmeres HaKadosh. And Rashi does not bring the point of them being separate and counted differently because they're part of the legion of the king. So what changed from what Rashi said already before to what Rashi says here now? So going back to the first basic question that the Rebbe asked here, why is Rashi Bechlal giving a reason for the detail of this mitzvah? As it doesn't usually do. So the reason for Rashi to have to say this would be as follows. We could seemingly say that when it talks about counting the Levim, it's following up what it said before, that the Levim serve in the Beis HaMikdash instead in the place of the Bechayim. And therefore the Levim are dedicated to me. The Bechayim belonged to the Eivishter because he saved them when he, when Marcus Bechayim was there and he killed all the Bechayim. So the Levim are taking the place of the Bechayim and therefore they belong to the Eivishter. That's the context of the Pasuk right before here. So now, if the Levim are belong to the Eivishter, it's instead of the Bechayim. 
This includes all the Bechayres. Even a, a Bechay that was just born. Just like it was when the Ebrister brought Makis Bechayres in Eretz Mitzrayim in the Pasik. Makis Bechayres affected all the Bechayres, even a, a baby that was just born. So if the Leviim are taking the place of the Bechayres, so this mitzvah should have been, So they belong to the Ebrister instead of the Bechayres. As is on Zainli, should have included all the Levim that they all, even the youngest, even the baby that's just born, should belong to the Ebishka. Even younger than a month old. That's the question, looking at the context of the Pasik, what the, what the mitzvah is about, which the Pasik itself says. So therefore Rashi explains, as be'emes, really, yes, the point here is that we are counting B'nai Levi from birth. However, in order to be sure that they could take the place of a Bechayr, we're waiting until the Levi leaves the category of being a Nafel. That's what Ashi is coming to clarify. But if this is the Pshad and Ashi, as the Tziv, we pekoid as B'nai Levi kom pehemshech. To the fact that the counting of the Levim is for them to take the place of a Bechayr. So now this intensifies the, the other questions that we asked before. It seems like Rashi is focusing and telling us a new separate reason regarding the B'nai Levi why they are counted only Miben Chaydish. So it actually makes our question even stronger. Aleph, and the question number one here is as follows. They're only taking the place of the Bechayris, of Yidin. As it will say later, What age were the Bechayris counted? They were only counted from a month old. As, as Rebbe quoted before, Rashi says that by Bechayris, the reason is because they should be Yotza Meklal, Suffolk Nefelim. So they're also only counted from a month and up. Kom if so, it should come out as Bederach Memele. Hat ben oich de Levim, Tachas ka Bechayr, Gedacht Seilim, nor bi ben Chaydish So if the Levim are taking the, the place of the Bechayris, so it's obvious that it should be the same age. They should take their place also only from Ibn Chaydish Vamayla. Younger than Ibn Chaydish, they don't have to take a place of a Bechayr, which is younger than Ben Chaydish, because he's not even counted yet. At the age of Ben Chaydish, he has to take the place of a Bechayr. So Rashi doesn't have to say anything over here. It's self-understood that the Levi is being counted at the same age as the Bechayr. So, if so, for us, learned Rashi, the time of Ben Chaydish, by Levim, why does Rashi here quote and explain the reason by the Levim? That the point is that we have to be sure by this Levi that he's not a Nafel, that he's a healthy baby. There's a reason over here that he can't be counted. He is not yet, we're not sure that he's uh, going to be healthy to take the place, and therefore this is the only time that he could be counted. And not, as many Mepharshim actually say, Why doesn't Ashi simply keep it as it would seem from the simple pshat of the Pasik, that if the Bechayris accounted, so then the Levim 
don't have to be counted before that. It's not necessary for them to take the place of the Bechayris before then. It doesn't make a difference what the reason is. It doesn't make a difference if it's because then you know sure that they're going to be a nafel or not be a nafel, even if theoretically you would be 100% sure that a Levi will not be a nafel, even if he's before me ben Chaydesh as it actually is in most cases that a baby survives, even if you count them before, he'll live later. But it doesn't matter. You only count them because he's coming to take the place of the Bechayres. And the Bechayres were only counted for whatever reason. So why is it necessary for Rashi to say here separately regarding the Bechayres that the age is to be sure that he's Yatza Meklal Nefalim. The Rebbe in order 19 says, what would have happened if you would count a Levi before me ben Chaydesh So if the reason is, like Rashi says over here, to be sure that he's not a Nafel, so then if it turns out later that he did survive and he wasn't a Nafel, so Bidiyeva, that count would be good. But that, that's based on what Rashi actually says. But if Rashi would leave it in the simple Pshat of the Pasik, that this age, mi ben Chaydesh it must be at that age. Before that age, there's no point in counting because it's coming to correspond to the age of the Bechayris. So if you be the Yevet counted before, that count wouldn't help. That count doesn't, it's not, they wouldn't be included with Lal. You would have to count over lay, later to see that it should be from that age. So Rashi here is switching from the simple Pshat of the Pasik. MS Take, so it's true, as Minina Bechayris, mi ben Chaydesh this age is Tzaliyib Demtam Vas Yatsa Meklal Safik Nefalim. Originally, by the Bechayris, the reason is in order that we should know that it's not a Nefal. Kipirish Rashi, Shom as Rashi there says, the Kanal Siv Beis. But Al is by B'nai Levi, Nittos Tertam. Here by the B'nai Levi, that's not the reason to be sure that the baby is healthy. The reason is because simply this is the age by the Bechayris. So there's no point in counting the Levi before. He's coming to stand in the place of the Bechayris only with Ben Chaydesh so there is no point in counting before. Rashi, it's not necessary to bring this reason of Yatza Meklal Nefalamir. That's one question. Al-Pizeh, another question here is, Al-Pizeh, Vetnoch Shverer, Vos Rashi Zok, Mishu Yatza Meklal Nefalim, Hu Nimne, Likare, Shoyme, Mishmeres HaKadosh. The whole addition of Rashi, that the point of the counting is that at that point he's counted to be part of Shoyme, Mishmeres HaKadosh. Why is Rashi bringing this here? L'chayre is der ta'am aminyin m'shayyatsu chulu nit nor l'kare shayme m'shmeres ha'kaydish. The reason is not only to be part of the shayme m'shmeres ha'kaydish, not oich tzalib pidyin ha'bechayris. The main point is to be as a redemption for the bechayris. That's the reason that the Torah clearly later explains why the Leviim are being counted. So why does Rashi not stick to the simple pshat of the Pasuk and he brings up new details that are totally not necessary? Now we go on to the next part of Rashi. Vaite is Rashi Mamshech. Rashi continues and says, Omer Rabbi Yudah Barab Sholem, Rabbi Yudah Barab Sholem said, Lomud hu oisiya shevet. This shevet of Levi has a history, liyas nimna min abetn, of being counted from the belly. Shenema, Pasik says, Yolda oisa Levi b'mitzrayim. That Levi gave birth to her in Mitzrayim, referring to Yechevet. Upon her entry into the portal of Mitzrayim. Yolda Oisa, so Levi's wife, gave birth to Yechevet. And yet, she was still counted amongst the 70 nefesh, the 70 souls that came down to Mitzrayim. How do we know? For when you count up the total of all the people that is mentioned in the Pasuk there, you find that there was 70 minus 1. So she, they were missing. 
So Yecheved was the 70th one. Vihi, Hishlima, Esaminyan, and she completed the count of 70, and therefore even though she was born at the entry, at the Pesach of Mitzrayim, but she was counted immediately from when she was born to be Mashlim, the number to 70. So here we see that this Shevet has a history of being counted immediately from birth. So here the Rebbe has many, many questions on this part of Rashi. So here we have the following questions. Aleph number one. Rashi does not explain reasons for a mitzvah or a detail in the Pasik unless there's a certain question that he's coming to address. So why is Rashi bringing this whole story about the fact that the Levim have a history of being counted from the birth? Other question here is the Ben Chamesh Mikra Darf Netankum Mitzulama Duchol. The Ben Chamesh, a child learning the pasuk here, doesn't need you to bring him from this history of the Levim. Father Hashem Friyeh Galenet Ach Esmata Levi Loi Sifkoid B'Soich Bnei Yisrael. He already learned before. Where the Eibush says, "Don't count the Levim together with Eden." And Rashi Taichdart Kedayu Ligni Shomelech Lis Nimne Levadei that the Levim are deserving to be counted separately. There are ligyon, there a legion of the king, and then Rashi says another pshat. Dava acher tzafa kadosh baruch hu ala kol nimnu mi benesim shana v'mayla. The Eibush just saw that those counted from twenty and up will be part of the gzeira that uh, happened after chet egel and so on. And therefore, Amar al yiu elu b'chlal. So the Eibush just says the levim should not be included in that count. But from baby pirushim is move on from both of those pshatim of Rashi. It's understood as zayindik. Ligia Yishamelech, being that they are the legion of the king, Oisketel, Fanala Yidin, different from rest of Yidin, is a minion, nit doimetsu minyi bin So we understand from this that the way they're counted, from the age from which they are counted, is different than the rest of Yidin. It's not necessary to bring back the whole history where we find by Yecheved that they are counted, Minabetan, that they're counted from birth. We see already that the Abish says before clearly that they're not going to be counted from age 20, they're counted from earlier because they're more important, they're special. On the other hand, there's a question here. What kind of proof is there from Yecheved being counted there to our case? Dot salesman calls Zachar. Here, who are we counting? We're counting the males. On In order to be called part of those that take charge in the base of Mikdash. There, all souls, Zacharim and Akavis are all counted. On Kedai, this is Nefesh. On Kedai, it's a Visin, Haboim And there, it's for a completely different purpose. Just uh, to know who comes to Mitzrayim. It doesn't seem like that we're counting specifically the Levim that, are, uh, that uh, stand out in any way. It's just part of the Shivim Nefesh. So what's the connection, Mechlal? seems to be a, comp- a completely different story. Also, if you pay attention to the language of Rashi, there are many things that we can notice here that are unusual. The Rabbi will point out every specific detail in Rashi is 100% precise. Aleph number one. Rashi says, Nimne minabetem. They're counted from the belly. Bishinoi from the makir, their memres or Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Sholem in Tanchume, b'midbaraba, v'oid. Different than what it says in all of these medrashim, v'udeloshin is atcheim kitanim that they're counted even when they're very young. So why does Rashi use a different expression? Afilim is lozagan as Rashi is mishanadem loshin, and even if we we'll say that Rashi is switching this language to mad gizayin as a smeint afilik ketanim is in an erish gevarin gevarin. Farmi ben chaydish v'mayla ketanim doesn't exactly make the point that it's literally from birth. 
So Rashi is using, using an expression, so you should know that it's from birth. Rashi is Moisif. Rashi adds another thing that does not say in the Medrash. Right when they entered into Mitzrayim, she was born. It's not brought in the Medrash this way. Rashi wants to emphasize that it's literally from the moment she's born that she's counted. So that would explain the difference. But the question still remains, is Mer Masan Dem Loshen Mishanoilat? Why wouldn't Rashi use the simple and direct language, Mishanoilat, from birth? Was Patzeichent Dem Ben Levi Ammoni, which refers to the actual baby, the Ben Levi, which is born. Onit Mena Beten, Beten Imoy. The term Beten refers to the mother, the mother's womb, the mother. Why are we saying a language which makes some implication about where he comes from, from the mother that gave birth to him? Another thing to notice in Rashi's Loshan. The Loshan Agamore, when becoming Medrashim is, Leidosa ben Achaimis. When it speaks about Yechevet's birth, it says she was born between the walls entering in Mitzrayim. Why does Rashi use a different expression, saying that she was born at the portal of Mitzrayim? A different expression that Rashi chooses. Gemol, another thing. Why does he use this term Pesach, the portal or the entry of Mitzrayim? Or Nitztam, Knisasa, le Mitzrayim. Coming into Mitzrayim. What's that extra word? Daled, another question. For was bringt Rashi, the Raya, as mod gezelt yechevet, ben abom Mitzrayimo, von dem was nimnis beshivim nofesh. Proof is from the fact that we see that she's counted amongst the 70. The fact that she must have been counted as well is proven from an earlier Pasik, where it says, There are 33 from the children of Leah. And there Rashi says that if you actually look at each one, there's only 32. So why doesn't Rashi bring the Raya, the proof from this Pasik that it says earlier, why does he bring the Raya from a later Pasik where it uses the term Shivim Nefesh? So even though this is the way it's said in the statement of Rabbi Yudah Shalom, is Aleph Hagufa Kasha. So that itself has to be understood. Why did he prove it from a later Pasik and not an earlier Pasik? Days, another point, Rashi's point is never in just quoting a Drasha of Razal as is. Sidon, that's a Shaykh, to Pshut Mikra, unless it's relevant for the Pshara of the Pasik. So Rashi should quote the Raya from an earlier Pasik that proves this point. In other places in Azal, we find, and as Rashi quoted before, they bring the Raya from the fact that it says, and it was only 32. Hey, another dear here is. Why does Rashi choose the version that says in Tanchuma as Chosarachas? That is only 70 minus 1. Not a shorter and more direct version that it says in Midbaraba. That is only 69. Why does Rashi seemingly repeat again and say, she completed the count. Rashi begins saying that she was counted as part of the 70 without her, you had no 70. 
Befrat, as the Esophe is Nito Medrash. This is Rashi adding it. In the Medrash, it's not there. Zion, another question here is, Favos is Rashi, Maitik Oich Tashem Bala Memre, Rab Yudeh Berab Sholem. Why does Rashi bring the name of the one that said this Drasha? Vos das Tute, Vishen Geret Kame Pomem, Nor Lashem Teisvis Biur in Zayn Pirish. Rashi only quotes a name if it's relevant and it gives an added explanation to the Pshat that he brings. The Rabbi continues and focuses more on the Diyukim that he said in this Rashi. Der Pele in the Oibn de Monte Diyukim vet Nochgresa. The wonder of how Rashi presents this account uh, of Yecheved becomes even greater when you take a look the way it's brought in Rashi originally in Parshish Vayigash. Rashi Hachinerot Gebracht in Parshish Vayigash themselves Inyan. Rashi there quotes the same subject as Yecheved Vergezeld Beminyan Nefesh Abom Mitzrayim that she's counted amongst all people that came to Mitzrayim. But if you look there, what you'll notice is as follows. Aleph, Stolzich Rashi, and bring the Maimer as Aleph and Posik, Eleven, Eleven, Gemma, Konnefe, Schleusen, Vishalish. Rashi stops and points this out the first time. Schleusen, Vishalish, where it says 33, and it's only 32. Beis, Azok, the Beprotani, Atamaitse, Ela, Lamed, Beis. He says that you only find 32 onit, Lamed, Gimel, Chosa, Achas. He doesn't use a similar expression as he says here, 33 minus 1. He uses the expression which is the Lashon that Chazal usually use and not, as Rashi says here, He does not repeat again like he does here. She completed the count. Hey, the drasha, which the name there is Rabchanina, he does not bring down the name. The one that said this drasha that you only find 32, he just says it without a name. So we see that the fact that Rashi changes in all of these details here, it must be for a reason. The Pele is noch the one that's even greater. There's another place where Rashi brings this in. That she was part of the 70. Now, Dod Zokta Bekitzer, and there Rashi writes very concisely. When they entered into the wall, Yoldasa, she was born, or he, 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 she gave birth to her. And she completed the number 70. Because if you count, you'll only find 69. Much clearer, concise, straight to the point. So even if Rashi, for whatever reason, has to prove it from the Pasik, where it mentions the number 70, why wouldn't he write the same as Rashi himself wrote in Parshish Pinchas? Which is very similar to the language the Gemara in Baba Basra says. Aleph, much more direct, you only find 69. Not 70 minus 1. It's not necessary to repeat this twice. It's not necessary to bring the name of the one that said this statement here. So we have all these questions here in Rashi. Many, many questions. I lost count a long time ago. But the Rebbe here is asking a more general question that this entire Rashi seems to be extra. The flow of the simple pshat of the Pasuk of why the Leviim are counted and that they're taking the place of the Bechairist and therefore we know why it's at the age of a month and higher is simply understood from the Pasuk. It's not necessary for Rashi to say anything. 
And then all the details that we see that Rashi here says, Shemri Mishmeres HaKadosh, and the comparison to Yecheved, and the, the way Rashi quotes what happened by Yecheved, all of these details, the way Rashi says it, is something unique, there's a certain point that Rashi is trying to make here. What is that? The the explanation of all of this is as follows. V'gizot Friyer, Siv Gimel, as we quoted before, the Abishta says, I've taken the Leviim from me instead of the Bechiris, and the Leviim will be to serve me. So what does Rashi explain over there? Is Rashi Dart Mefarish? So there Rashi explains when it says Mitoich Bnei Yisrael, what does this mean? Shayyu Yisrael Saichrin Aisan Lishiris Shali that the Yidin hire the Leviim to serve me. Since the Aveda before this was given to the Bechayres, and the Levim were chosen instead of the Bechayres, and the Yidin are hiring them to serve for the, to serve the Eibishter. Hey, so what do we see from that Rashi? Rashi learned, when it says that the Levim are taken here, instead of the Bechayres, we're not referring to what it's going to speak about later in the parsha that the Leviim are here to redeem the Bechayres. We as learn and under the Mepharshim, as other Mepharshim say. This command that they will be a redemption for the Bechayres, that comes later in the parsha. It hasn't been mentioned yet. Nor does this an inyan b'fnei Over here, this is a separate point. That Eibishter had beichigavem b'leviim, the Eibishter. The Eibishter chooses the Levim to serve instead of each Bechayr. That the Yidin should hire the Levim to be in this position instead of the Bechayr to serve the Eibishter. But it doesn't talk over here about the fact that the Levim have to redeem the Bechayr. That comes later. Can Shein Rashi not learn? If so, Rashi cannot explain here, as other Mepharshim do, as the time from Minyan Alevim ben Chaydish v'Maila, that the reason for why the Levim are only counted from the age of a month and up is Valin Yona Yis Bechdei Tzipaydes and the Bechaydes mi ben Chaydish v'Maila. Since it's only coming to redeem the Bechaydes from this age, mi ben Chaydish v'Maila. That's not the pointer. Valivdem is ben is ben ongezakt gevaren in undas is nischadish gevaren esh später. This was commanded and only brought as a new thing later on in the parsha. At this point, all it says is that the Eibishter chooses the Levim instead of the Bechayres. But the fact that they have to serve as a redemption to redeem the Bechayres from this position, that doesn't say yet. So therefore, Rashi has to explain this age and give a different reason for this age. And here comes the question that Rashi has, as the Rebbe will now explain. So now we understand that they are being counted as the special ones that are being chosen and hired to serve in the Beis HaMikdash or in the Mishkan. So it would be logical to say that they're being counted specifically in connection with the service that they're going to be serving in the Beis HaMikdash. Is the Tamua? If so, the question here is: Aveda Salavim Hayp Tzachesh Dam Yben Shloishim Gaimer. From what age do they begin serving? From thirty years old. So their count should also be from that age of thirty. So why are they being counted from the age of one month old if the point of them being counted here is the fact that they were chosen to serve in the base of Mikdash? How can they serve at that age? 
That's the question that Rashi is coming to address. He's not simply coming to explain the reason of the mitzvah. But it seems to be, some, there's a discrepancy over here. Their age of serving is from a 30, 30 years old. And their age of being counted, which is for the purpose of serving, is from 30 days old. What's going on? So therefore Rashi adds and explains, that they are counted to be called part of the ones that are taking charge in the Beis HaMikdash. That even a Levi, from the age of a month old, already has a connection to the Aveda of the Levim. From that age, although he's not yet doing an Aveda, he already could be referred to the name of already applies to him from that age on. That's the Chiddush of this Rashi, and therefore, yes, he's being counted in, connect- in connection to his Aveda in the Mishkan, and that name and that title does start at the age of 30 days old. That's the point, the main point here that the Rebbe explains in this Rashi, which is the basis of the whole continuation of the Rebbe's explanation. The counting of the Levian is because they're serving in the Mishkan. The age of 30 days old is actually the appropriate age that they can have that title of being the ones that are serving in the Mishkan. That's the huge Chiddush of this Rashi. But if so, the question here is, The fact that Shevet Levi is counted separately, or that a fill of us men sailed to me ben Chodesh or Maila, the fact that they're counted from this age of a month old, because they're more important, they're a legion of the king, so they're counted at a younger age. So they're different than the rest of the Shvatim. But this point that we see in the context of the Psukim here, that from the age of 30 days old, they already have the title as being currently in the present, a Shoimer serving and guarding and taking charge in the Beis Amikdash and the Mishkan, how can we say that it starts at this young age? That's the question that Rashi has to continue and explain here. So that's why Rashi cannot just simply say that at that age, they're already called Shemim Mishmer HaSakadosh. How do we understand this? He explains that this Shevet it has a history of being counted from birth. And Rashi here is explaining that not only was Yecheved counted then, nor is he is a rain in the misbar from Shivim Nefesh. The main point Rashi is trying to say here is not only that she was counted from such a young age, but at that young age, she's the one that completes the number 70. She's the, she brings it to the completion. This young little girl brings the entire Klal Yisrael at that point to the completion of the number 70. So this point here explains even for a child that's learning the Pasig, as thus was the Pasig is madgish, the Pasig tells us that the number was 70. Is This number 70 is not just a random number, but this is a certain complete number. Shivim weist of a ganze Shlemus. It refers to the Shlemus of Klal Yisrael at that point. Klolus from the ganzen Yiddishen folk, the entire Jewish nation. On Yecheved, 
Hot mashlim given hot minion. She's the one that completes this number. To say is yet oivgeton ashlemus in gans and beisiak. This one little girl brings about the completion of all of Eden. To come to be completed the number 70. That's the main point that Rashi is coming to say. Not simply to show us that the Shevet has a history of being counted at a young age. That's not necessarily similar to the count over here. That I pointed out earlier in the questions of the Sikha that the, the point of the counting there and the pointing of the counting here is different. But what we're using the counting for, that her count, her number, could be used to be mashlam all of Klal Yisrael even at, at such a young age. And that from that Rashi teaches us when we bald as Lomud who Isia Shavit. As bald ban geburt haben sie bekoyach zu poilen schlemus in ganzen basiakiv that she's being counted and she as an individual at such a young age could bring a schlemus to all of Klal Yisrael. The far kemeze tzeil and shaymi ben chaydish. Similar we could say over here regarding the Leviim that already from a month old they could be counted. And they already have that title of that Shleimos of who they're going to be later which is to serve in the base in the Mishkan. This job, which is relevant and important for all of Klal Yisrael, that the Yidin hired the Levim to do this job, to take charge in the Mishkan. So like, like we find by Yecheved, at, at a young age, she's mashlim all of Klal Yisrael, so to the Levim, at this very young age of a month old, can take charge, can have this title that they're taking charge and are helping all of Klal Yisrael. So with this we understand Aleph was Rashi bringt the Raya from Shivim or not from Shleishim v'Shalish. So why Rashi brings the Raya specifically from the number seventy and not from thirty-three? Because Rashi is not simply trying to prove to you that she was counted at a young age, but Rashi is trying to prove to you that at this young age she could be mashlim this number of seventy. Beis, the other point was a chazet eber vihi heshlima es The point is not just that she was counted, but that she brings the count to its completion. And that's the proof to what it's saying over here, that at a very young age, the Levim could be the ones that are as if they're already hired, and they have this title to do this job, to be mashlim for all of Klal Yisrael. However, by a child learning this, a sharp student that will analyze this deeper, he'll have a question. He'll have the following question. The fact is, until the age of 30 years old, he's still not doing this job. It seems to be only be a title. It's a title that this baby gets at 30 days old. And he is a Shaymim Mishmeres HaKadosh. But it's not more than a title in that point. So what's the point of this title? The Reber is Rashi Maitik, Oich the Nomen from Bala Memre, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Sholem. So therefore Rashi quotes... The name of the one that said this, Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalem, was Er Geit Lishitosai Askriyas Sheim Alein is an Indian, where we see that he said that just a title in itself has a significance. Where do we see this? The Yerushalmi frekt, the Yerushalmi asks the following question. There's a contradiction in the Psukim regarding the length of David Amelach's kingdom. Ksivim one Pasuk it says, Vayomim Hashemolach David Al-Kol Yisrael Arboim Shona, that David Amelach was a king for 40 years. Uksiv, in another Pasuk it says, Bechevrain, Malach Yehuda, Sheva Shonim, Vishishim Chadashim, Ubirishalayim, Malach, Shloishim, Vishalishanagayim. So here it says that he was a king for 40 years and 6 months. As the Poyal is Malach, Mem Shonam, Mitzex Chadashim. He was a king for 40 years, an additional 6 months. 
Um of them kamatirutzim, and Rashi brings a few answers to this. Uh, sorry, that is the Yerushalmi brings a few answers to this question, the contradiction regarding the malucha of David Melech. And then he brings the answer of Rabbi Yehuda bar Absalom. Omer Rabbi Yudim bar Absalom. Ksev, the Pasik says, Kisheshes, Chadoshim, Yoshav, Shom, Yoyav. There were six months that Yoyav was there, Bechol Yisrael. Omer Leah Kaddish Baruchu. So the Abish says to David Amelech, Ani Amarti Lucho, Altis Garubam. I told you, do not bother the people of Amen and Moyav. You were planning together with Yoyav in those six months to fight with Moyav. I promise you that in, your, in the time of your kingdom, those six months will not be counted. So he actually served as a king for six months, but when the Pasik speaks about it in one place, it doesn't count it. It doesn't give him the title king for those six months. Zetman the fun shitosif from Rabbi Yehuda ber Absalom. So what do we see over here? What's Rabbi Yehuda ber Absalom saying? As das was the Torah ruftim niton b'shem melech b'meshech shisha chadoshim. Just the fact that he didn't have the title in the pasuk as a king for those six months is das alein shein anenish. That itself is a punishment for David Melech. Chach oich demol chateloid deshi to gehata din for Melech. He continued being a king in that time. But just the fact that he doesn't have the title king in the Pasik, that's a punishment. So we see that a title in the Pasik matters. So how much more so is, is this true in the positive? The fact that from the young age of a 30 days old baby, the child is called That's already something of significance, that's important, and therefore... That's what the Pasuk here is saying, that the Levim at that point have at least a title of being called Shaymin Mishmer HaSakadosh. As bleibt noch abishver. However, the questions still remain over here. This is not fully understood. Naisif Avdidiyukim Dalel Sifei, in addition to some of the questions that we asked before that were not answered yet, Aleph Nimnem in Abeten, why does Rashi use this term of Beten, Beis Knisasa Bepesach Mitzrayim, why does Rashi use the term of Pesach and Gimel, and Gimel Shivim Choser Achas? Why does Rashi use the term of 70 minus 1? But in addition, One of the main questions we asked before is that there were many different parts of what the Levim did in the Mishkan. And in the Torah you find a more general expression where it speaks about uh, what the Levim did. The Lashon that it says is, Why is Rashi using this term of but then going back to the main theme and the main chiddush of this Rashi, that even at such a young age, they have the title of being a shayme mishmer as Sof, sof. In the end of the day, the question remains. Even if we're going to say that it's only a title, and in actuality they're not yet shaymerim, but how could he even give them this title? If they're not yet doing anything, so how does this title connect to them? Is it because of the future? What's the point of this title? So, seemingly we would say that the basis for this title is, There's something else that we see that this Tana Rav Yudah Barab Shalom said, A title could be given to a baby based on what's going to happen and what he's going to do in the future. Where do we find this? The Mishnah Zakt in the Dorim. There's a Mishnah that says in the Dorim, As a Bein Zakt, Kainem She'eni Nena Lezer Avram. 
I make a nether that I should not have any benefit from the descendants of Avram. Asim be Yisrael, he's only forbidden to have a, a benefit from a Yid, but a mutabum asylum. He may derive benefit from a guy. Yerushalmi, Yerushalmi asks on this, Isn't Yishmal also the descendant of Avram? So how could he have Hanah from other Goyim, including from Yishmal? And the Yishalmi answers, as a state, That only Yitzchak is the one that's called, and he has the title to be your descendant. The Yishalmi continues and asks, So even if it's only Yitzchak, but the, the child of Yitzchak, Esau. So the Goyim that come from Esau, is that not part of Ben Avram or Zer Avram in this nether that the person made? And here again, Omer of Yudim Bar Shalom, so Rav Yudim Bar Shalom says, Be Yitzchak, when it says Be Yitzchak, the Niktas Yitzchak, it says Ki Be Yitzchak Yikar Lachazara, it doesn't refer to all of the children of Yitzchak, it's only part of Yitzchak. Rav then Rav says, Beis from Be Yitzchak means Trey. The word base, be Yitzchak is two. Ben, what is the two? Shu Asad Linchal Shnei It's the son that's going to inherit two worlds. Ha'ilam Azeh va'ilam Abba. The son that's going to inherit this world and the world to come. That's the Pshat of Rav Huna. So now what do we see regarding Rabbi Yehuda but Rabbi Shalom's opinion? L'chayre is nitmuvan di azbare from Rabbi Yehuda but Rabbi Shalom. In the meaning from be Yitzchak, be Miktzas Yitzchak. That be Yitzchak means only part of the descendants of Yitzchak. Esav is the Chfart given Zera Yitzchak, or Befrat Kaidim Shiyotza Letar Besra. Esav was a son of Yitzchak, especially before he went out in his evil ways. Mashain Kain, Benegayel Yishmal, which is not true regarding Yishmal, as is the Pasak Alein Mamshech Gleichum Mevayer, Vigam as Ben Aoma, Nitav Rams. By Yishmal, we don't have such a strong question because he was only a Ben Aoma. He was a son, a child of the maid servant of Hagar. So the question regarding Esau is much stronger. Esau really was a son of Yitzchak, and he really at the beginning he was born to be like a son of Yitzchak before he went out in a bad way. The Pasik is not speaking in a way that it's totally not hinted, not understood what it means to say. It should, there should be some hint over here. It's coming to spell out which son of Yitzchak it refers to. So if so, Vu Liktas and Pasik. As Yaakov is their mitzas unit Esav. So, okay, it says be Yitzchak, so which means only one son of Yitzchak. But how do we know that that mitzas refers to Yaakov and not Esav? It's two of them. It could be one or the other. It's only one of them. How do we see that it's only one? So we must say that even though in the beginning there's no way to have any advantage of one over the other, but as a elter But since later, at the age of thirteen, Esav did go out into a bad way, which is explained in the pasuk. So he didn't follow in the footsteps of his father. So from birth. He's not called Zara Yishal Yitzchak, based on what we can understand from what the Pasuk says about his future. So here we see that we decide regarding Zara, who he is from birth, based on his future. If so, we could take the same point in the positive and say, that since the Levim in the future are going to serve in this position of being immediately from birth, we can give them this name and this title based on the future. This would be a pshat to explain how it's even possible to give a title at this young age that it's based on the future. 
Aber der Teretz ist nicht ausgehalten. This answer is incorrect. Weil since no use of lusem, in addition to the fact that it lacks sich nicht, as I said, ganze Schakel of Vitaria, so Rashi blows my Ramazain, but I don't bring them Shembala Memre. This entire point of the future that Rashi is only hinting this with bringing the name of the one that said this. Is, is besides this, Oichem Bavli state the Zelbet Teretz. You have in the Gemara, it brings the exact same answer as in the Yerushalmi. Be Yitzchak, Veloi Kol Yitzchak. And dort is das Astam Gemara. There it's Astam Gemara, not with the name. Das heißt, what this means is, Ledas HaBavli was Halochike Bavli, according to the Bavli, and we follow always the opinion of the Bavli, is this Nitkin Shittah from Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalom. This is not necessarily only the opinion of Rabbi Yudah Shalom. No, this is a Pirish Tam, Ledivri HaKayl. This is a Pshat the Gemara brings according to everyone. So if this is what Rashi meant, he didn't have to bring the name of Yudah Barab Shalom to point this out, because in the Gemara, this is according to everyone. So it doesn't seem like that Rashi is hinting to this point. Noch mehr Weker, another main point here is Rashi, hat schon früher heraufgebracht, der Meime Kibi Yitzchak, wo Leuk Kol Yitzchak und bringt das Tam, nicht beschämt mit Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalom. Rashi himself, when he quotes this earlier in Chumash, in Parshas Vayetzei, so there Rashi brings it without saying that it's the opinion of Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalom. So Rashi is quoting it's Tam, like it's quoted in the Gemara. So therefore, it's not so mistaken to say that Rashi is hinting this name, Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalom, to answer the question how a child, a lady, from a, at the age of 30 m- months old, could be called a Shaymi Mishmeres HaKadosh with that title presently. So what is the reason? How could a child right now already be called a Shaymi Mishmeres HaKadosh? Is the Be'er So here the answer is as follows. Mitten Inyin, from Shaymi Mishmeres HaKadosh, when Ashi brings and chooses specifically this expression, that he guards Mishmeres HaKadosh, meint Rashi, Shmire bepashtas. Rashi means not just in general the Aveda of the Levim and the Mishkan that they serve and they take charge, but he means guarding. Literally Shmire, guarding. Right? That Rashi could have chosen any other language to talk in general about what the Levim do. Rashi chooses Shayme Mishmere Sakhaydish because he literally means this, guarding. But the Levim of Gehita Mishkan Shalayikrav Zod, the Levim were there to guard any Zod not to come near anyone that's not belonging there to come. They are the ones that guard, they stand guard at the Mishkan. It's for this reason, in the Pshat of the Pasik, that the Levim, where did they camp? When all the Levim camped in the Midbar, the ones that camped around the Mishkan, closest to the Mishkan, were the Levim. So not only the ones that stood guard at the Mishkan itself were the guards, but even the, the fact that they camped around the Mishkan, that itself was because they were there to live close by, to sort of separate between the Eden and, and outside. They were the ones that lived there. That itself is the guard. Now we understand that therefore, Kenman, Likare, Onru from the Levim, Shaymi Meshmeres HaKadosh, Shaymi Ben Chaydesh Omaila, they can have the title of being one that guards in the Mishkan from the age of 30 days old. Just by being born and living right there, camping right there, they're found, they're, they're there in their location around the Mishkan. So already in the present, they are accomplishing the Shemitah. 
Chach zu der Aveda von Shmiras and Mikdash, Amishkan, Zene Zenach Nishayach, although to actually serve and to say that they're doing something that you can't say, they're not doing anything, but they are already serving the purpose of being in that location, being Shemir and Mishmeras HaKadosh. So that's why Rashi chooses specifically this point. Which is not the same when it comes to other Avedis, helping the Kayanim, whether it's carrying the Mishkan or singing in the Mishkan. But also because of those reasons, they're considered to be the legion of the king. We can't say that now they have this specialty because of the future, because now they're not doing anything of that. So why should they have the title at this point? Regarding the Shmire, it's just being in that location that they separate the rest of Klal Yisrael. So therefore, they could already be called Shemire Mishmeres HaKadosh. But now, on this point, the child continues and asks the following question. We're saying the whole point here is that they specifically accounted from the age of a month and up because this is a special advantage that only they have. But the fact that he has this title and he's guarding doesn't seem to be a mile that he has, that's, that's his, that's his advantage. There's no action, there's nothing that he's doing about it. It's just by being there. It's completely just dependent on the mother. The mother gives birth to him and he's here. She's, she gives birth. She holds him. We're talking about a baby that needs to be held and fed and so on by the mother. There in that location by But he's completely not independent in what in any way. So therefore, why are we giving this title to the Levim? He's sort of still in his mother's lap and his mother together with the mother. In addition, we can ask a question. If the point here is that we're not talking now about the actual guards that were standing by the Mishkan, that a Ben Chaydish has no connection to yet. We're talking about the fact that they live right outside around the Mishkan, about the Chanoya, they camped over there. If so, we can sim- similarly say, In that sense, if it's just about the camping there, so why shouldn't we say that the rest of Klal Yisrael, to some extent, are also considered to be guarding the Mishkan? They're camping around, there's layers and layers of Yidin that camp around and around and around, and they protect from any Goyim to be able to penetrate and come into the Mishkan. So in that sense, shouldn't we say that everybody is serving as a guard for the Mishkan? So what's the special level and advantage that the Ben Levi has by the ones that are camping there, that they are the guards of the Mishkan and they get that title presently at such a young age of being the guards of the Mishkan? Rebbe bringt Rashi the member from Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalom as Lomad who is a shevet liest nimnem in a beten chulo. So therefore Rashi quotes what Rabbi Yudah Barab Shalom says that this shevet has a history of being counted from the belly. Was the mit veren faemfed ibei the shilas? It answers both of these questions exactly in the precise wording of the way Rashi says this. Shevet Levi oisi a shevet vet nimnem min ha beten. What is this expression of min ha beten? Does haste a filo vendelavlad is erst min ha beten. Whatever advantages he has, his whole existence, and the fact that he's here camping in this place, 
It's not an independent thing. He's totally dependent on his mother. At that point, already at that point, we do give him the title to be counted separately. That's what we find by Yechevet. Minabetan, Rashi is answering this question, although there's no action he's doing, no independent existence at all. But yet, even at that point, he gets this title for camping there. In order to make it clear over here, as das was Yecheved nimnis b'shivim nafesh, the fact that Yecheved was counted as part of the seventy is as nit vi is shining ganzen ametzius for zich. It's not as she already was independent. Nor vi zihot noch hashayches mit beten ima. She's counted as one of the seventy, even though she's still totally dependent on her mother, and she came from her mother's womb. Rashi medayik. So Rashi strengthens this point by precisely saying Aleph im knisasa bepesach Mitzrayim yoldaisa that she was born at the entry into Mitzrayim and beis loisem tzayim elishivim chasarachas. And Rashi uses this expression of seventy minus one. What's the explanation to this? Vaabir. The explanation here is as follows. Mekanet rechenen yechevedin viziyis fara metzius farzich laachreya leide. We can't be counting. Yecheved, as she exists for herself, she's a soul, she's a person for herself, after she's born, Tzvishin, the Bnei Yisrael, Haboy Mitzrayim, amongst those that have arrived to Mitzrayim. She was only born as her inner entry into Mitzrayim. She didn't arrive to Mitzrayim, she wasn't born before and arrived, she was born with her entry into Mitzrayim. So therefore, she can't be counted in that sense as a person for herself born from before. That's on one end. But if we're going to counter and also take into account the fact that she comes from her mother's womb, if we're looking at her mother that was carrying her already before, then yes, she is from those that did arrive to Mitzrayim. She was in her mother's womb before she came to Mitzrayim. And thus is the diok ashe yolda oisa in knisasa bepesach mitzrayim. And therefore Rashi says that she's born at the entry, at the doorway into mitzrayim. And it's the point here is as follows. It's very exact what Rashi's saying here. Volzi gebaren gebaren frier, if she was already born before, is zi shayna metzies la'atzma vi alla andere bemispashivim nefesh. So then she's born. She's a human being that exists. And therefore she exists as a nefesh. As much as a nefesh of all the other 69 exist and are alive, if she was born before, she's a nefesh just like everybody else before. And therefore, Rashi would not have, be able to make this point relevant for us, that there, she's not independent and she's still in her mother's womb, which is the main point that Rashi's trying to prove over here regarding the levy camping in that place, being completely in her mother's hand, dependent on the mother. So if she was born before, so in that context of nefesh, she's completely independent. So what kind of a connection is there to our point? On the other hand, Volti geboren geboren später. If Yecheved was born at a later point, in other words, after she came into Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim. How could we counter from those 70 that came, that arrived to Mitzrayim? Weil Kolzman as long as she's in her mother's womb, she's not an entity for itself. The expression that it says is, it's like, it's like the thigh of the mother. It's like a part of the mother's body. So at that point, she can't be counted separately at all. 
Wie bald habe sie geboren geworden im Knisosa be Pesach Mitzrayim. She is born at the doorway, at the entry of Mitzrayim. Was in Yonah Pesach is, what's a doorway? Zum Bechabe sein dem Chutzler hier mit dem Stadt. The doorway is that opening that connects the outside of the city to the inside of the city. Werd nit starf, ihr sein bebetten immer far der Knisse mit Leidossa im Knisossa be Pesach Mitzrayim. So here, the fact that she's born right there in the doorway, so the doorway serves that opening from outside. So now I say, the fact that she was in her mother's womb before, it's considered as if she was born before. She's in the doorway here, which is still connected to the outside. And she's born right there, coming into Mitzrayim. So therefore I can say, oh, she's counted separately, being that she was already in her mother's womb before, she's counted part of those that arrived to Mitzrayim. So therefore here I see the point that I'm counting a nefesh, as an independent nefesh, yet it's based on the fact that she was in her mother's womb before. And that's the proof to what we're saying here, that the Levim can be counted and are, are, have that title of Shemir and Mishmeres even though the moment they are born, they're just camping there in their mother's hands, in their mother's arms, feeding them, taking care of them. On, das ist euch der Diok, this is also the precise wording of Rashi, Loisim Tzoyim el Shivim Chosarachas, that it's 70 minus 1. Even before Yecheved is born, there are 70 souls. She was already completely developed and ready to be born in her mother's womb. She's there. Rashi wants to make the point. She was there part of her mother. But it was chaser. It was lacking. We have the 70. That last one is not actually born. She didn't come out into the world yet. And then she's born right there at the doorway, which is still connected to the outside. That's where she's born and she completes the number. She completes that number. She was already really there, but not fully there. And therefore now that she's born right there at the doorway, which is still connected to the outside, she completes the number which was lacking. She can become full 70 without lacking anything. Therefore, Rashi brings this exact expression of Shivim Chasarachas. Because Rashi is trying to make the point that the proof for the Levim is for Yecheved being counted as being part of her mother. And therefore, over here as well, the Levim could be counted as Shemir and Mishmeres even though the child is totally independent on the mother. So we have all the questions that the Rebbe asked here on these Rashi's completely answered. And the point here is that the Leviim at this point are counted and they can get the title of Shemre Mishmeres HaKadosh in the present sense, not because of the actual job that they're doing, but because of the position that they're in, camping around the Yidin or around the Mishkan at that point, And therefore they can then receive this title even though they're totally dependent on their mother. As the Rabbi beautifully explained all the details over here. Now the Rabbi brings us what we can see of Pichsidis from this Rashi. The Pasik where it speaks about, it, it says in the Pasik in Shmuel, that I will take care of the welfare of all Yidin. So it says in Chsidis, based on what it says in Zoyar, as the gate of Sphiris Amalchus. 
This refers to the Sphira of Malchus. Why is Malchus referred to Shlume Amune Yisrael? Shema Shlemes Lachal Sphira Usphira. The Sphira of Malchus completes every single Sphira. Every single one of the ten Spheres is completed by Malchus. What's the Pirish in them is the meaning of the fact that Malchus completes all the Sphiris, nit nor as Malchus is mashlim, the misbar von Esesphiris, it doesn't only mean simply in the sense that it completes the number. For das is nit ken inyem yuchad in Sphiris a Malchus, that's not unique about Malchus. Yet the Sphira is doch mashlim, the misbar as Sphiris. Each one of the Sphiris completes the number. Was bespar an Eser, the number is ten. So you always need each one of them to bring that number. What does this mean? Nor as in sugob tzir zayin, Ainu from the Esosphiris, Malchus, in addition to being one of the ten, Poilt Malchus as Shleimus in Yederer from Alosphiris. So Malchus brings actually a higher level of completion to all the other Sphiris. What does this mean? From them is Muvam ben Gedim, Pirish Chazal, Ev Hanoichi Shlumi Amuni Yisrael, as does Gate of Serach Bas Osher. We can understand this based on what Chazal tells us in the Medrash that this refers to Serach Bas Asher Sha'omra. She said, according to one opinion, I'm the one that completed the number of Yidin that came down to Mitzrayim. As the Shlamti is Oich von Lashen Shleimus. The word Shlamti doesn't just mean that she was that final number, but also that she brings a Shleimus to all Yidin. In Eirat Teireh, the Tzemach Tzedek says that Serach Bas Asher is the level of Malchus. So from them is Eich Muva Menegea, Loshen Rashi, as Yecheved, Hishlima Esaminyan. When it says here, Rashi says that Yecheved is the one that completes the number, similar to what it says about Malchus and about Serach Bas Asher, as thus is the Re'inyan from Shleimus and the Minyan from Kol B'nei Yisrael. This refers to the Shleimus that she's Mashlim, the number of all Yidin, similar to what it says by Serech Basasha. And this is connected to Malchus, as the Rebbe will explain here. Das was Malchus, Payalta Shleimus, and Alisphiris. The fact that the Sphere of Malchus brings about the Shleimus and all of the other Sphiris. Is das Valdurich Malchus, vet Nimshach der Gilui Eichen Eulemis Bia. Through Malchus, that's the funnel, the channel to bring down. All revelations that exist in Atzilos into the lower worlds. Malchus is the kingdom, or Malchus is usually referred to as Dibur, communication, to communicate and bring down the revelations of Atzilos into the lower worlds. That was the main purpose of Atzilos being brought into existence. The Abish's purpose was to take from there and bring it further down into Biyah. So since the sphere of Malchus comes down, and is invested to bring the energy of the Ebesha into Biyah. Since Malchus is that level which is related to and limited and defined by the lower worlds, so therefore on its own, it doesn't have the Kayach to draw and bring that revelation from a higher place. Just like the expression the Gemara says, a prisoner cannot free himself, so too if Malchus is limited by the reality of the lower worlds, if that's the world of Biyah, it's sort of outside already, relating to that place, so how can it draw from the Maitzel from a higher place? So we must say that in Malchus there's a revelation of what's higher. There's a higher source of revelation that comes into Malchus and therefore Malchus serves as this communicating force to bring from that higher place down into Biyah. 
And this is the Tamp Nimi, and this explains now a deeper understanding of what Yechevet at Mashkin given the minion in the Moifim, was like Dosas given in Knisosa be Pesach Mitzrayim. That she's the one that completes the number of Yidin when they came to Mitzrayim, and her birth is when she enters into Mitzrayim. So there's two points over here. In order to be able to complete Klal Yisrael, is in Knisosa. She enters, she's inside Mitzrayim. Malchus is part of the lower worlds. Malchus relates and is there and part of that reality. So too Yecheved is considered to be born in Mitzrayim. That's on one end. On the other hand, all of the days of her pregnancy was before she entered Mitzrayim. It's only because she was already in her mother's womb before. And she's born at the doorway, which is related to outside, that we count also the fact that she was in her mother's womb before. So the fact that she existed before is also significant. In order to be able to be the source of the one that will bring about the redemption, to go out of Mitzrayim, she's the one that brought life to the children when Pare made the that she should kill them. She has to be coming from a place that's from higher, that's from before Mitzrayim. Her pregnancy and her birth was right there at the entrance, which is related to outside, above Mitzrayim. So there's sort of two opposite points here. To bring the Geula, you have to bring it down to the place of where the Golis is. She has to be part of Mitzrayim itself. But yet she has to draw from a source and from a place which is before and outside and higher than Mitzrayim. This idea is also hinted in the name of the one that says this. Rabbi Yehude Rabbi Sholem. Yehuda, what does the word Yehuda refer to? Hapa to thank Hashem, or also Haidot, to submit yourself, to completely annoy yourself to Hashem, which is what Sfira Samalchus is about, where there's no understanding, there's no reasoning, but it's absolute bittel to Hashem's kingdom. Shalom, what does the word Shalom refer to? Gate of Teireh. Shalom refers to Teireh, which Chazal say, Nitnolas is Shalom Bailam. Teireh is here to bring peace into the world. On Sfira Teferes. It's related to the Sfira of Teferes, which is the middle of the Sfira, related to Teireh. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shalom, so both of these names together, is the Chibor from Malchus and Teferes. It's combining together Malchus, which is Kabbalah soil, accepting the yoke of heaven and totally submitting yourself to Hashem, and also Teira, the study of Teira, where a person learns and understands Teira. So the com- combination of the two together, on one hand, the absolute bittel, but yet at the same time also the learning and understanding with Teira, and the, the person himself understanding. On Teira Atzma, the Chibor, in Teira itself, what this refers to is the connection from Galia the Teira, Malchus, connecting the external and the revealed part of Teira, which is connected to Malchus, the lowest of the spheres that comes down and relates to the world here below. Mepnimi is at Teira with the higher part of Teira, which is Teferes, the deeper secrets of Teira. The less Taman, like the deeper parts of Teira where there are no questions and there are no arguments. And it's through combining these two together. On one hand, being in a lower place and having the absolute Kabbalah connecting that to learning Torah, which draws from a higher place, we bring these two together and this will bring the coming of Mashiach, Bekarev Mamish.